Welcome back again to the Checkway Podcast. Uh, he's Gray. I'm Trev. Hello. How you doing? It's been a minute. <clears throat> it's been <laughs> over three weeks now, uh, yes. which sometimes happens, Gray. First of all, I hope you're good, mate. Goes without saying. Yep. I hope everyone else is good. Uh, we haven't we haven't had a hell of a lot to talk about, but some kind of news come up. And listen, mm. Gray, we don't... You can chip in with your opinion... We tend to not do news pieces like 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 Trek Central and, and whatnot. As soon as the the break we're on making event, we don't do that because we're more about the podcast and the opinion pieces. But we had a bunch of stuff to talk about regarding Section Thirty One and Picard movie and whatnot that was more recent that we wanted to discuss. So we thought we'd jump on and have a chat. I think it's better when there's multiple pieces of news that we can come on and do our normal you know podcast routine. As opposed to, that piece of news came out quick, let's put something out. And it's a five-minute video or something. Yeah, it's done. It's just, that's not us. Okay. The other people are cool, but that's fine, and that's not <laughs> us. Cheers, Gray. Cheers. <laughs> For the people that are listening, Gray's uh, got his uh, TTW uh, t-shirt on that I sent him a while back for his, for his birthday. And I've got and my TTW mug, which Gray sent I me. I sent him. For just... <laughs> The random gift back at start, which is very nicely, thank you. But the logo's slightly different. Oh. Is your logo oh, round? Well, no, no, this is the same thing. Ah, I've done the same. Why did I do the same thing? I done it. I, I was scared something they would say no, but they print. Yeah, you're off. better off. It, it's it, it's not that much different that you don't know what it is. They, they they print off anything. The guys that Gray used were a bit more. Well, actually, no. The guys that Nick uses on our podcast, on our gaming podcast, Redbubble. They're a lot more strict. Mm-hmm. I tried to do it through them, oh, Gray, and they said no. Yeah, they It looks did. too similar. And then I used my guys, and they're like, yeah, do whatever you want. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, because basically the only thing that really is different is that instead of having the straighter arrow type, it's just the uh, Starfleet one is a little curved. She's more That's curvy. That's the only thing they changed. Right, but otherwise it's, <clears throat> yeah, you get the picture. <laughs> you do. Well, if you're, wa- you're watching, you get a picture. If you're listening to audio, you don't get a picture. I'm sorry. That's right. What we you described a, it. Then you get a you get a mental picture. <laughs> um, doesn't mean we're mental. It just means you know. You're mental if you're watching us and not listening to us. We we, we just uh, we do this so that we're available in all mediums. Um, okay, we'll crack on. We'll crack on. Um, well, it won't be a long episode. We'll do specials like mm. I say every two three weeks where possible. Uh, right. We wanted to discuss today, like we touched on before. Some news that came about from a couple of different things, namely the Section 31 movie that was talked about for a while, um, a possible long Picard while. movie. A long while, yeah, but it's, we'll discuss the fact that it is an official thing. Um, the Picard movie, which isn't official, but it's close to being official. Um, and of course, we'll get Legacy and, and other stuff. 
other stuff I was going to talk about, regardless, Gray, definitely. But I also mm-hmm. don't want to repeat the same show where we talked about the future of Star Trek in 2024. Mm. That's the only thing. Unless we get new stuff to talk about, which we should, I'm sure we do. Academy! <coughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, we have, <laughs> we have some new stuff here. All the stuff on here is new. Okay, Pretty okay. Well, we'll start We'll start with section Or updates to... Updates, yeah. It's, okay. it's not rehashing old stuff, is it? It's new stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, some many of you guys will be aware they did start the production for Section Thirty One, uh, principal principal photography, and it will be filming throughout this year. Michelle Yeoh did sign on the dotted line last year, <clears throat> and personally, I'm very happy about this. Um, we have a couple of stars already lined up to join her. Um, I recognise one of their faces, so we've got Omari Hardwick and Sam Richardson. Now, I recognise Sam Richardson. I don't know if he was in. He was in a. He was in something. It seems. Do you recognise his face, Gray? Have you have you googled searched this guy before? No, but I will. Quick, yeah, because he, I don't yeah, know the name either. He's in a. <clears throat> excuse me. He's in a couple of things. I don't know if it was like. Um, uh, what did they call that? Marvel movie, um, Black Panther. Uh, he's actually in a, in a bunch of different things. Yeah, apparently. yeah. yeah Power there's... of the Mother spell, Nobody's Full Army of the Dead. He's done a few things. Yeah, yeah. I, I recognize, <clears throat> excuse me, I recognize the face, but um, not so much the name. Uh, and I don't recognize the other guy, Omari. I have no clue. But they had to go with almost a new cast anyway, if you think about it, Gray, because when we had Section 31 last time, in mm-hmm. Discovery's season, was it two? Yes. Yeah. Um, Come back a little bit. Uh, well, yeah, just a little bit. I well, enjoyed... Section 31 was actually <clears throat> first mentioned in Deep Space Nine. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm... I want to go back a little bit. I'm talking about the last time we actually saw them. Oh, yeah, that's what he right. was in. He was in uh, the... the f- right. Ted, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso. Who, he was guy? He was the multi-million billionaire from... I think he's homeland of Nigeria or something that <clears throat> came over oh, to yeah, okay. by the club. So uh, he's a bit of a legend, actually, that guy. But yeah, so last time we checked, Section 31, we're back in Discovery Season 2. And <clears throat> we don't like that series very much, but I like the Section 31 element of that. Yeah. Great. Did you like that element of Discovery? Yeah. Yeah. I like the I, fact I, that I, they were taken over by a, <clears throat> a central intelligence and they had to try and beat it. Made sense to me. I think there's there's room for that because you know in, in these days and age day and age there's always an organization like that even in our world today. See, I so it was nice <laughs> nice right. Well, yeah, and uh, several others. Yeah. Uh, MI six, right? Yeah, true, true, I always true. forget what they how they. What them. one's internal, one's external, mate. I never remember. I think F five is internal, and six just, is external. I always kind of I always wonder like what happened to the MI one through four. Oh, they are. They were off. They're gone. They're gone. <laughs> They're gone. Every year they should just keep checking the number and they'll, everybody will get confused. Wait a minute. It's not an iPhone, Gray. It's not an iPhone. You don't stick exactly. a number on it. To, that's how you save. Uh, that's how you protect your, your country's uh, borders and best interests. You get them to do the intelligence stuff and then you off the whole, whole lot of them and you bring out another number. Genius. Genius. Like 007. 
um, well, yeah. So section thirty-one, you enjoyed that element of yeah. So this was the this is the black ops part of the Star Trek universe because somebody's got to do the dirty work occasionally. So yes. Yes. this time we get to see it a little bit more. I I kind of like the idea because originally they said they were going to do a, a section thirty-one TV series. And, yeah. And I'm kind of like better the idea that they're doing a movie. Um, Why? Only because I believe. Well, there's a couple reasons. Well, there's one reason that we that I think definitely is why they made a movie. And that's because Michelle Yeoh is too busy doing other movies. Um, she can't really sit still long enough for a series. Why is and that? They also, it's just because she's more wanted she's, now. She's, she's an Oscar Academy winner. Award. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Besides that, she's always been in a lot of movies anyway, but yeah. now more so. And Paramount's not stupid. As soon as she won the award, they go like, whoa, let's get this thing into action fast. <laughs> and they started making the announcement, the news and, and the sign the contract, all that garbage happened right away. And of course, now all the advertisements go on Oscar winner or Michelle Yeoh is in yeah, section yeah. 31. And I get it. That's that's part of the you know the deal. Yeah. Um, so in this respect, I think they had to do the movie. But I'm, now that I can reflect a little bit on it, I kind of I kind of want to see one good high quality movie as opposed to a series that maybe could be rushed and you'd have some episodes that aren't so swift or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, if they can put together a, a solid, really good movie, that would be, that would be cool. Um, so I'm, I'm keeping the fingers crossed on that one. It would be cool. You're right. And I've just noticed my background's not working. Oh, well, that's annoying. Um, <laughs> that's the, se- the section 31 stuff, I will, I've actually, thought of doing uh actually a gray gives me some inspiration without realizing when he was talking about section 31 there um it's just just the face i don't, I don't know what it is uh i thought of doing it very inspiring um i thought of doing um a special on section 31 actually i just that came to my mind i thought that would be a great mm-hmm. idea to just talk about them for half an hour an hour um, so we might do that if you want to see that let me know but yeah the, the section 31 stuff I I would have preferred a series I would have reason being you get more Star Trek then well yeah the qual- there's always that reason <laughs> yeah qual- quality can vary yes I, I appreciate that of course it can I think this TV movie will be very good in quality because they will stick the budget of probably a few episodes, maybe not all 10, they'll probably have the budget of like two, three, four episodes for a big two, two and a half hour TV movie. So it will look, it'll be cinematic quality, but we know the cinema is unfortunately dying, so it will go on streaming and it will be very good at least, Grace. So we won't get 10 hours of content, but we'll get about two hours of hopefully A plus material. And it's Michelle Yeoh, so even if the rest of them are shit, She'll be able to carry them to some extent. <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna say there is a, she, she. She was excellent as Philippa, Philippa Giorgio, absolutely excellent. She was one of the few shining lights of Discovery from when she played the the captain at the start, who was mm-hmm. the more humble, nice lady, uh, typical Starfleet captain, did all, done all the right things, uh, and then she got offed, and uh, it was her alter ego from the Mirror Universe, and she plays a real good bad guy. Philippa, so uh, uh, Michelle, so. <laughs> as opposed but, to a bad good guy, uh, a bad gal. Um, so yeah, I am really, really looking forward to that. Um, we do believe that the earliest we will see this is the end of this year. But Gray, let's not beat around the bush. 
when someone says that, we automatically know by default it probably won't be that time then. It'll probably be early yeah. next year. I mean, yeah. I, generally, I kind of use the rule of thumb of that they should be able to do it nine months. Now, they just started filming, and the reason we know that, besides reading it in the news, is there was a picture released by, I think it was Michelle Yeoh. I don't know if it was on Twitter, Twitter or, or TikTok or whatever, but you saw the clapboard that read the name of the movie, and you see Michelle Yeoh right behind it. Yeah. So I, saw, I saw that picture, so now you know it's definitely going. So if you were to use the rule of thumb nine months, you're probably, if we're lucky, we'll probably see it come out you know, by holiday time, November, December. I, should be nice. I don't think I it would take. I don't think it'll take nine months months to film. I mean, the series, the, the well, seasons that they do take six, and that's too long. It's, it's not a matter of the just the filming though. There's post production, the CGI, the garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. got to do exactly. So, so generally speaking, it ends up being something like that. I mean, in the in the former days of some of the other Star Trek movies that we've seen, that was usually the cycle when it started filming. You could kind of figure it about nine months it would be out. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, so I'm hoping that's what they kind of stick to. If they don't, it's going to be uh, that much longer that you got to wait. It you is, know, which is a pain. It is possible, like you say, for them to have them this movie out at the end of the year and not be rushing it too much. It is a hundred percent possible. And so they they take how long did it take to film ten episodes of Star Trek these days? It's about is it not six to nine months, something like that. Um. Nine months, probably more along the lines of six or so, something like that. Yeah, you could do it. You could do it faster. We always have this argument. All oh, the time. don't get it started. I mean, you know, there's TV episodes on now that are still pumping fifteen to twenty episodes, and yet they do it all in a season. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's an, it's never going to be an issue that we 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 like because. It could be done quicker. It's just that they're not doing it quicker, plain and simple. Uh, yeah, if we get started in this rant, I'm, I'm afraid we will uh, we'll, we'll be here for a long time ranting and raving. Yeah, we, Gray and I both hate this aspect. The quality would be is better now, but it's not like it's night and day difference better. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's all to do with money and whatnot. Always comes down to that. So yes, I we'll see that probably probably. I think that another aspect, Gray. Let's not forget about this. Paramount are mm -hmm. skint. They're a bit. They're a bit oh, broke. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, that's which yeah, we'll touch on. But before we touch on that, the other element is they will space out what they've been releasing in Star Trek, which we know to try and get more right. bang for their buck. So we get that. So yeah, you wanted to talk about, briefly about a little bit about the business side of well, what they're doing here. Yeah, in case any of our fans out there that listen to our show uh, may or may not know this. Um, it's pretty bad out there for Global Paramount. Global Global Paramount is basically the whole umbrella of Paramount. All it does, Star Trek, other IPs that they own, studio, la la la. And you've seen little things in the news about uh, Global Paramount and also Warner Brothers Discovery, blah blah blah, losing a lot of money. Well, it's bad. It's worse than than even what you're reading. And what's mm -hmm. happening is Global Global Paramount is so far in debt now that they're not just looking for somebody to come in as a partner. They're looking for somebody to buy them out whole stock and barrel, everything. And when companies start looking and asking for people to buy them out completely, you know, they're in deep doo doo. Um, so what could be happening more sooner than later, because the rumors are already out there. They're, they've already talked about a couple different people making little offers here and there. So this, the wheels have started. 
Um, some venture capital groups are out there offering a bunch of money, blah, blah, blah. So more than likely, you never know what's going to happen, but more than likely Global Paramount is going to sell at some point yeah. and probably more sooner than later. So I'm thinking it's going to get sold within the next three to four months. Wow. And Really? Yeah, because yeah, because there's stuff going on in the background that's been going on for a while. When, when you see somebody put up the for sale sign for the whole thing, that means they, they already put it up quietly yeah. before they announced it publicly. So when they announce it publicly, now you know it's really bad. Um, so this could be a good or a bad thing. Initially, I guess it, it would be a bad thing because once a new owner takes over, you don't know what's going on. They have to, they have to reevaluate everything. There's no doubt they're going to cost cut. That's, that's a definite. No one is buying Paramount who's, who's in debt billions of dollars and just go like, oh, we'll just keep everything the same. No, that's not going to happen. Um, they're already talking about how they're just they're going to start uh, uh, basically just selling off property. There's a more than possible likelihood for Trek fans that when the, the whatever the group is that buys Global Paramount, they're going to look at all the different IPs, <clears throat> Star Trek and other things that they have that make money, the movie division, TV division, blah, blah, blah. And they are going to start selling off pieces. Well, which piece is going to get the most money? Ding, Probably Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. the crown jewel of Paramount. So they're either going to do, my prediction is they're either going to do one of two things. Once they buy everything, they're going to they're gonna sell off all the other IPs and keep Star Trek only, or you know maybe one or two others. Yeah. And the rest are just going to sell and let everybody else take it and, or license it. Either sell it outright or license it. Or it could be the flip. They're going to sit there and go like, well, what's going to get us the most money to take us out of debt right away? Oh, Star Trek's worth a lot. Let's sell that one and yeah. maybe one or two other IPs and we'll keep the rest and then we'll be out of debt. So one way or the other, there's going to be some big changes coming along and we have no clue how that's going to affect the Star Trek universe. It could it could affect it a lot. Now, what would be the good thing? Well, it's possible that somebody could buy out and or license uh, Star Trek or the, the whole Trek universe and do a lot better with it. Yeah. than what we've seen sure. and that could be a good thing in the long run but it's it right now it's a whole it's it's just so <clears throat> as a trek fan sitting around waiting what's going to happen is is just it just kills you because you don't know any announcement they make with the exception maybe of section 31 because they're filming it, it you know or whatever any announcement that they make you, you can't believe any of it because it could change in a matter of seconds when yeah. somebody buys it out so Unfortunately, that makes projects that we're going to be talking about on today's show, even though we want to see XXX. A little bit up yeah, in there. We don't know. Yeah. And we're already seeing some of that with Legacy right now, but you know, we'll get to that. So anyway, that's just a brief thing of what's going on. It's, it's anything you read out there that's bad, it's bad. It's very bad. And it's not just Paramount, but that's yeah. because we're talking Star Trek. That's why we're, we're talking about it now. It's really bad. What did your parents so we'll always teach you when you were growing up in general uh, to be responsible with your finances and whatnot? And all these big, massive yeah. corporations are just like, nobody, none, none of these guys had a mother at all by the looks of it. None of them. Look, they're, they're, <laughs> they're to blame. I, I, the only little bit of slack that I cut, I cut, I, I would cut them is the fact that when they started streaming years ago, everybody had this thing in their mind that, wow, streaming is going to be 
worth billions of dollars. We got to throw money into it and really get it going. And they end up finding out after they threw billions of dollars into it, it didn't work out quite the way they thought. Yeah. And with the exception of Amazon and Netflix and maybe Apple, uh, all the rest are bleeding. I mean, bleeding. Well, there's an interesting segue. Uh, at different points in the episode, I will always dot the I's and cross the T's in terms of the other podcasts on the network. Um, we could possibly just we roll this in, uh, more of this conversation into um, Grey's show, uh, Grey's, Grey's Green Room, which mm-hmm. does look at entertainment and all the movies and TV shows are out, but also the business side of it as well. A bit like, uh, I was going to say a poor version of Doomcock, but a much better version of Doomcock because we don't wear <laughs> we don't wear masks and we're a lot more handsome. Um, well, but but in respect <laughs> to Star Trek for a second, because I'm keeping it on that, not just the other yeah. entertainment stuff. Um, the the rumor is that if that if they were to sell off Star Trek, who would be the one that would take it? And the strong who rumor can afford is to. That, Exactly, but the strong rumor as to who would take it or Prime. who would license it would be exactly Amazon yes. Prime. Because they've been involved with Trek o- uh, overseas yeah. in distribution and stuff like that, so they would be the logical one. Yeah, um, they, they, they tend but, to uh, the main guys outside of North America to show uh, other TV shows, uh, other Star Trek shows yep. across the world. So, I'm, And I I'm guarantee you Amazon has got their people on it already, just getting ready to jump at the chance if this happens. But I, sure. I wouldn't be sad if Apple came in with a cheeky bid. No, I wouldn't either. They do good stuff. So to be uh, honest with you, I, I w- if Amazon took it, I would be okay with that. And but if in a in a perfect world, whatever, I would love Apple to get it. And why? And you know as well as I do, Apple's science fiction series have been really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they buy up. I mean, IPs. really good. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm like, wow. I mean, they've been coming out with one science fiction hit after another. I mean, that's hard to maintain that kind of quality. Uh, so that would be i mean if you were just to imagine taking that quality that we've seen yeah uh in their shows and apply it to star trek i mean your oyster yeah man it could be quite good well the last thing i was saying it quickly before we move off great is um that i was hearing similar things to yourself but the thing that stands out for me is yes they are probably going to have to sell off elements paramount I don't think they'll sell the whole thing, uh, but the, the, what I was hearing, reading anyway, <clears throat> and other videos and whatnot, and I take it all with a large pinch of salt, is that they might try and branch off Star Trek into its own separate company, Star Trek Studios, to get away from Kurtzman, because that guy, he's just a, I'm, I'm going to be brutal here, and I'm not going to apologize for it. He's a cancer in Star Trek. Most of the stuff he does is not good. He's done some... Mm okay things in Star Trek but he's usually it's been negative for, 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 for me anyway um, and that's one way of getting out of it I don't think Grady would ever sell Star Trek part of it because it's their most profitable bit they, what's the point of existing then if your crown jewel's then gone but I could be wrong they could sell off other elements like their uh, studio space because Prime Amazon Prime really needs studio space desperately and it's a premium in Hollywood apparently so that's why also I've been hearing as well that they could sell off elements, including the studio side of things, other parts of the franchise. Um, and then st- there's also the separation between um, Paramount and Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus could maybe be sold off as well. So there's all ifs, buts, pots and pans, and no one really knows. But certainly if Grey's got space in his GGR show, 
uh, we could talk the the business part of that, or even come back and do a special on it here. Who knows? But we'll mm-hmm. we'll leave that part alone because we don't want to spend absolute ages in the section one thirty section thirty one stuff. But it has been greenlit. It is it is in production now, so that is probably Touchwood safe. However, the next thing we're going to discuss, Mister Gray, might not mm-hmm. be so safe for a couple of reasons, um, and that is the rumored, heavily rumored, uh, Picard movie. And what we know, again, take it with a pinch of salt, rumour mill, uh, Patrick Stewart has come out and said he wants to do one. He was talking to a couple of people about scripts and giving ideas. A script is probably already, as the time of filming this, recording this, done, or almost done, and about to be handed in for the powers that be to read it and, and see if it's worth their money. Uh, but Stewart's up for it, obviously. He, I think, Grey got the bug from doing uh, Picard season one, two, and three, especially three, because I thought it'd be done after that. But I think he's thinking, I enjoyed that. I want to do it with my pals again, one last movie. Um, And it's the idea of him trying to convince Paramount to do this. I think they possibly will if they get their house in order, because it's a no-brainer. Everyone loves the TNG stuff, and they want to see more. Um, Right. I think I would prefer this over another season because he's an old guy now, Stuart. Um, mm-hmm. Like Michelle Yeoh, you could knock out a two-hour movie and it could be excellent. Um, and it is rumoured to be another TNG affair, which is fine. I don't mind that. What if you dropped, Gray? Are you okay? No, I'm good. <laughs> is I, that your phone? This, All right, I thought you dropped if, something on your lap. If anybody is watch, is anybody's actually watching this? I, I have my dog at my feet. Ah, I'm your dog. She munching at your legs, man. What's all yeah, about? she's leaving now. But it was if I was I was well, she wasn't biting hard. But it would be kind of funny if all of a sudden, well, yeah, I think Star Trek. Ah! <laughs> I thought that was discouraged in training with a doggo to stop no, biting she's people. Fine. She's fine. <laughs> right, I, do anyway. have my, I have some strong opinions about Picard. But finish up. So uh, yeah, so the last thing to add in that before you jump in, great is it probably will be TNG again which is good because that's what everyone wants to see and there was evidence for that in season three of Picard, obviously. But it is the Picard show, so I'm just being the the yin to the yang. I'm playing the devil's advocate here. As much as I want it to be TNG-themed, it is the Picard show. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, What's your thoughts, Gray? By all means, chip in. Um, I I have real reservations on a Picard movie. And I'll tell you several reasons why first of all when picard uh the series first started all right uh before season one and their planning and everything clearly and you can look up the articles and stuff uh patrick stewart didn't want any of the original tng crew involved period yep not because he hated them or anything but because he felt that picard should go in this particular direction and that it should be done this particular way and he got his way for the most part, and we saw what happened with season one and season two. Now, I'm not blaming him entirely, but he had a lot of influence on on this because he said he would not come back to do the character unless certain things that he felt were necessary were done to the character. Yeah. So the writers had to kind of go along with this one, and they went ahead, and we got a disastrous season, well, a uh, a mostly disastrous season one and a totally disastrous season two. Two was worse than so one, wasn't so, it? Yeah. Right, exactly. So much so that we didn't think, you know, 
season three would ever amount to anything until they made major changes. Now, once they got to the point where they were going to do a season three, somebody apparently talked to Patrick Stewart and said, uh, this idea you had, you know, it's not working. And we need to bring in the rest of the TNG crew to really do it right. And he's like, oh, okay. And then, of course, we, luckily they got Terry Metallus. I thought it was his idea. Savior, I thought it was his but... idea, man. No, am I wrong? No. It was not Patrick Stewart's nope. idea. Okay. Nope. Nope. He basically, he basically slowly gave in to the fact that this is what's going to have to happen because the season one and two just would, just did, couldn't cut it. He's part of the um, production crew, by the way, or not executive uh, crew, by the way. So he has, he has a lot of input to that, but he's not the showrunner, so he doesn't get final say. Right. So I think, unfortunately, they kind of, kind of bent to his will the first two seasons, and it didn't work. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not trying to make a hundred percent to blame, but it's a lot to be honest. <laughs> so once he started, you know, okay, so yeah, and then let's do this. And then they bring in the crew, of course, that plus great writing plus Terry Metalis, who really made it fly because he understood what everything was. Yes, he's the savior of Star Trek, at least presently. Um, and that all clicked so well, much better than even I think Trev and I thought it would, that it was just great. Now, when you can when you can when you can watch a Star Trek series like the ser series in the past have been where you're moved by the show. Okay, and I've been moved by all the shows, well, with the exception of uh, Enterprise, but I've been moved by all the shows because they've been really well done. So when you go back to watch a Voyager or Deep Space Nine or TNG or original, you were always moved, and so much so that you watched several episodes, if not all the episodes, again, and maybe even again. But I can tell you right now, I will never go back and watch season one of Picard nor season two <laughs> because ever 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 uh but i but i will and i have gone back to watch again some episodes of picard season three and we'll probably watch it all over again and that's a that's a sign that they that you've done something right as far as star trek is concerned so so okay. now it's stewart the first article i read about stewart wanted to do a movie uh was the fact like you said okay you know he had a good time on uh season three and he doesn't want to give it up yet but it, it, it just it, it, it reminds me of the uh, of the uh, uh, the heavyweight boxer that has won the title. Right. And he's defending his title. And then he's still defending his title two, three years later and then five years later. And then all of a sudden, it's, you know, the dude's getting long in the tooth and yet he still tries to defend it. And then he gets the crap beat out of him. <laughs> you know, he should have just went out. You know, he should have just went out when he was on a high. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, and it's almost like that. It's almost like they they don't know when to go out on a high. And in my opinion, I wish Stewart hadn't said anything about a movie about Picard, and that he just went out on the on the high because you couldn't get higher than season three. I mean, you just couldn't. No, possible. I mean, Stewart looked the closest to he's ever looked <clears throat> like in the original TNG. Uh, not perfect because he is older, but he would look. He looked the closest to the real deal. Sound, sounded as well. Sounded yeah. as well, too. And that was the high note. Then when yeah. I heard him going like, well, I want to do a movie. And then I heard him say some things about how he wants Picard to be handled in the in the new movie. And then I'm going like, no, nah, not again. So you're going to sit there and go like, well, you know, it's Patrick Stewart. And, you know, he is a sir. He's a knighted and all this stuff. And he's like, you know, oh, he's, you know, did this and did that. And it's important. And OK, maybe we should listen to him. Yeah, OK. Listen to him and you end up with a bum movie. Yeah, because so he's not an expert, that's why. 
Right. So I'm really, really not. I'm. I'm sorry. I just can't be confident about a Picard movie. I just can't. I'm sorry. And then on top of that, and we're going to talk about this coming up. It, Metallus is nowhere involved in the movie. Nowhere. Okay. So that already signals bad things for me. We can discuss it just now. Right. If you don't have Metallus involved, then I don't. I don't. I don't even think that is it's not just, Terry's fault. That is him being dropped right, up. Right, we did fans. Right. Right. He would love to do it, but you know, Look, he's got Terry, his career. Terry is uh Terry is like any other person that, that has a job. He's wanted now. Even and more so after Picard season three. Exactly. Disney were gagging to have him there. He's he's very talented, not just at Star Trek. He's he's already doing another series. I forgot the name of it. He's already uh show running a series right now. I do know that from what I read he has I think two other offers on the table to do stuff. And remember when you and I talked long ago we said that Paramount has to figure out some kind of way to tie up Terry Metalis, give him some money now, and tell him just to, to hold his beans and, and get ready to do some more stuff. No one else stay in retainer, mate. We've had this argument before, special right, showrunner. No, right, but a person like him could have been in some type of retainer per se, but the reason that didn't happen was what we mentioned before. Yeah. They don't have the money. Yeah. Plain and simple. They just okay. don't. So, so Terry is... I, I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see... Or, or what Terry can come up with other than Star Trek. So it'll be interesting to see what the series he's doing will do. And I'll certainly follow it. Um, yeah. So our Lord and Savior, Terry Metalis, if he doesn't do this, right. yes, it will not be the same. I think it still yeah. potentially can be good, though. Maybe not that high level that we've expected for not, season three. Not a steward has his well, way. So this is... This is all part of it. We, we, we split our notes into separate sections, but they kind of bleed into one another, especially the last mm-hmm. two or three points. Um, and yes, so the Picard movie, I think will happen if Paramount can sort out their stuff. I mean, like, so the, mm-hmm. there's the, do we want it to happen? Yes or no. Do we think it will happen? Yes or no. I say yes to both. I think you're more no and yes. Because I, well, I'm kind of like I would like it to happen, but not in the form that I'm seeing. All right, okay, so we'll put a, a tangent on that. Yeah, so yeah. yes, you Greg was right. But when Patrick Stewart is more involved in what he wants in season one and two, they're not as good. Um, yes, he should have input because he is bloody Jean Luc Picard. He is the walking sure. Star Trek captain, more or less these days, along with Shatner. In fact, more so because Shatner is just not be the Star Trek for such a long time now. Um, so he's the, well, the poster you, boy. You bring mm. up another good point. Now, I, again, I'm not... Look. Don't suggest you, that. You, don't do it. You, can see, I'm a, you don't. can see I'm an older guy, right? So I'm not trying to... It's not like I'm trying to make... I thought you died your hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but I'm realistic. So Stuart is already in his 80s. I forget exactly what, but he's up there, right? So if you're going to do a movie, by the time the script is written... Well, the script is writing it's probably going to be rewritten a little bit blah 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 but time by the time you actually put uh goes to production which probably won't be for months and by the time you actually get into production he's going to be another year older or two years older okay so when you get to the your 80s every year is like it's almost like dog years you're getting old you're getting old (laughs) you know and stuff so that's why i just and I'm only saying this because I really, I really love Patrick Stewart, and I just feel bad that he should go out with a bang, and he did. On well, season three. I think 
Yeah, they, they should have kept it the same, Gray. They should have that. The whole point of the camera panning down and them playing Polkar was similar yeah. to uh, Star Trek The Next Generation finishing. Keep it like right. that. That was beautiful. Yeah. If you are going to bring it back, you have to somehow try and at least match that level, if not beat it. And that's almost impossible without Terry. Yeah. You know? So that leads it us is. on to the next thing of um, whether Legacy happens, Star Trek Legacy, right? And that is heavily rumoured. That probably more likely to happen than than Picard, to be fair. But when when money's sorted out with Paramount, um, yeah. if they can get Terry on board, if they're not going to do Legacy for a couple of years, they should be right now saying, Terry, okay, you're busy just now. When you're going to be free, look at your calendar. Look at speak to your PA. When are you free, man? You're free in a year, right? You block off six months of that a year from now. We'll pay yeah. you what you want. Um, if it doesn't happen and they've tried their best, Paramount, I'll go fair play. He's busy. No one's to blame. Then it's our, our backup crew, which won't be as good, but I've got a bit of faith. We said before we thought, uh, we, we heard the, 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 the guy most likely to show run would be uh, Jonathan Frakes. Now, Gray made a good point last time. He's never show ran before, right? He hasn't. Mm-hmm. He's good at uh, directing. I don't know what he's like writing scripts. Uh, probably not great. I don't recall him writing much stuff, if at all. No, but, and, and I really don't want him to write. Yeah, but... but give, I, give ideas, sure. That's but, why you know. That's why you'll be a, a rumored, heavily rumored to be a co-showrunner, which makes a lot more sense now. So yeah. you have you have Jonathan Frakes, you have a, like a, a Shea Bond-type character along with him, who is the guy that does uh, Strange New Worlds, and that's good. So you have like these two right. working together. You have... Because the thing is, a showrunner, for those that don't know, and don't say, it's a guy that runs the show because I'll find you. <laughs> Someone call me. Anyway, um, it's a guy that does many things, or a gal that does many things. Oh, that's, he uh, or that's she... Sarah McCall's calling you. I just wanted you to know. Just... So I'm busy, Paramount. You can't... I'm not going to be showrunner. I'm doing a podcast with Ray. It's Paramount on the phone. Paramount We're gonna, UK. You and I are going to co-showrun the next, the next series. Can you imagine <laughs> it, man? Jesus Christ. We'd bankrupt them even more. <laughs> you see our mugs up there, and everybody goes, oh, God, are we in trouble now? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so totally lost my train of thought. So yeah, showrunning is uh, writing some scripts, directing some episodes, being the main production guy, and literally over, uh, you're, you're the man that's looking over the whole thing, you're the boss, you will say yes or right. no to all, all these things, all these departments feeding into you, so you've got your finger in many different pies. Frakes can't do that. He is a good director, and certainly in terms of TV shows and Star Trek. He He's a Star yeah. Trek man. He knows what it takes. He will be good at that. But if you can get someone that comes in and can do the executive stuff uh, and can bring in some good writers, maybe Terry Metalis or Loney's writers, we can borrow a couple well, of his writers. That would. Go. I mean, it is possible that, 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 depending on Terry's schedule, that he wouldn't have to show run, even though that would be the best. But he could But write. he could contribute to the script. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. or he could even write the whole script if he has enough time, and then then I would say like, all right, well that's a plus. Yeah, you know, that would be good. That would be I, I would be happy with this because like I said before, Frakes is a Star Trek man. He knows what it takes. That's why he's directed some good stuff. So yeah, we would like that. The rumors out there again where um, they would try and do a kind of legacy and Picard thing roughly, but at the same time, tell me if you remember this part of the rumor, Gray. Mm-hmm. I don't know if someone suggested um, it would be a Picard movie going into a season of Legacy 
or a season of Legacy going into a movie of Picard. I think they were trying to maybe tie yeah. them together somehow. Do you remember which way round? Yeah. I, don't... I, I thought it was uh, the Picard movie leading into another Legacy. But to be honest with you, mm. both ideas are good. I mean, if, yeah. I was, if I was marketing the show, why would I not want to market Legacy and tie it into the movie? It would be, it would be, it would be good for both shows, both movie and show, to do it that way. Yeah. So yeah, from a marketing standpoint, it would be great. Look, yeah. part of the problem is again going back to the money thing and how broke they are. But to be honest with you, in a normal world, once season three was finished and you saw how well it did and how happy everybody was and how it did in the ratings and la la la, that was the time that they should have jumped in and made an announcement that there's going to be a Star Trek legacy TV series right away, made the commitment. Even if you didn't have all your ducks in a row yet, you you should have come out and said we are going to do this. We're going to give the green light to a Star Trek Legacy what, series. Why do you need to have your ducks in a row? What's that analogy of? Is it mean you're going to shoot them like Duck Hunt on Nintendo? What does that mean? No, I don't know. Its expression came from somewhere, but, it, but you know what? Basically, Sorry, carry on. You got it all. You got it all set. <laughs> so when they didn't do that and didn't jump on the obvious, fantastic, wonderful, positive hype. And make some kind of announcement like that was a big, was a big known, a big problem. They're they broke though, Gray. They can't afford to. That's that would be it's, reckless financially right. for them to promise something and then not deliver. We'd be pissed right, off I even agree. more. Right, yeah. I agree. That, but 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 I'm just saying that's what really should have happened. Yeah, in an ideal world. Um, yeah, yeah. I so, mean, even and I'm going to say something a wee bit controversial, but uh-oh. if it was me, at that time when that hype was that high. I would have scrapped section 31 and put the and put the funds towards legacy because that was the hot stuff true i i think they will do a picard movie by the way to backtrack slightly because they want to tie in with legacy and not only that their their plan paramount again rumored we've never come out and actually said this in words they want to do a star trek tv movie every two years which I'm happy with. I'm that that sounds great to me if it's good quality. I am so locked down with that. That's why I think the card movie would happen, Gray, for those two reasons. Mm-hmm. Because they will have that'll be the next TV movie that'll come out. I don't know the start of 2026 or something. Argument's sake, and then it will mm-hmm. lead on to legacy series, and then legacy, say for example, could be in 2026 later on in a year. That gives everyone time to get the money, the planning. The Terry Metallus tied down if possible, get everything planned. And people have made this comment many times, including the, the chap on the, the Sidetrack channel, which you take with a pinch of salt because it's all rumours and things you hear from Hollywood, but um, that they want to... They've been planning something like this for a while. They know exactly. Terry has said Paramount knows everyone, the fans want Legacy. They're gagging for it. They know this. They Just like they knew that everyone wanted Strange New Worlds before. They, when they put things like the Enterprise into Discovery um, early on, they're doing that for a reason. Many reasons, one of which is to tantalize you with what could be, and then they see the reaction and they go, okay, we've already planned this a little bit, somewhat, provisionally, and now right. we're going to actually plan this a lot more because we know people want it. But shows take a long time from inception to actually on air. It's, it's, it's years, potentially. So, I mean, I would rather see, even though I, I, of course, I would love to see loads of Trek, right? If it's done well. Yeah. But on the other hand, the, we're getting to the point now where we want to see the quality. We're, we're tired of the up and down kind of quality where you get an episode that's fabulous. Then you get an episode that's eh. And then you get an episode that sucks. 
And when you're only doing like eight shows or ten episodes, that's too many. I don't I don't want to I don't want to hear the eh, no more Klingon no more Klingon K-pop no. Yeah, exactly. So if you so if you took out the 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 shows that were borderline, or or below, yeah. Well, half the season's already gone. Yeah. And the other half of the season was great. So I would rather see either like you're saying, either we do movies, or we do what they called used to call anyway a limited series. So you don't do eight, ten episodes. You do four. And that's it. You don't yeah. do any more than that. Many series so have, are fine. They are. Right. And you, ha- you can still put like all the budget and the quality of an eight to ten episode season and pour it into the four and make it, make it great. Make it really high quality. And you actually end up saving money and having a better chance right. for a better show. I want to jump on the back of Gray's comment about uh, a miniseries. He talked about this before and it was a great idea. It's been proven it can be done successfully, and it's also an, mm-hmm. a backdoor pilot for a possible future as well. Sure. Sorry, he ran on about this again, but one of my favourite shows of all time. Voyager. <laughs> oh, Battlestar. Okay. That's the that's the Galactica. That's the baby. That's one of my favourite ships of all time. Not more favourite than Enterprise, but it's probably my second or favourite ship. I absolutely love that thing. Um, or the that... Defiant. Don't forget the Defiant. Yeah, but said Star Trek, number one, it's the Defiant, then it's probably the Battlestar Galactica. Um, yeah, of uh, great, you've put me off my train of thought, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, <laughs> they started with a miniseries, three episodes, three episodes, right. an hour long, or I don't know if it was, maybe it was 42 minutes long or an hour long, but three episodes, miniseries of, and that was the kind of the proper start of how they escaped the Cylons and they started making their way and it was absolutely fantastic. Not just my opinion. Everyone loved it. Uh, ratings were through the roof and they went, okay, we're making, we're, we're commissioning a season for this. It was that good. So that it is a good idea if something's really yeah. successful from a miniseries like Grace says, there's what you, you, you make more of. Give the fans what yeah. you want. They're your customer. We pay you. Look, we, the, the, the quality on Picard season three was so much higher. Well, you're at the bottom of the barrel of season one and two. <laughs> you don't need to do, do much to be good. <laughs> exactly. But but on top of that, it was very, very good. Way, yeah. way better than even I thought it was going to be. So if you can put out a miniseries at that level yeah. of quality, wow, man, you'd have like four really great episodes and you'd be very satisfied. So I'd be willing to wait a little bit and not have a weekly show all the time if you could come up with, I don't know, multiple miniseries, maybe two or three different ones. It also yeah. gives you a chance to do other things. I mean, imagine like, you know, you, you could still bring back the stars because they're not too old from uh, Deep Space Nine or Voyager, uh, whatever, and you could do a miniseries. I mean, wh- who wouldn't want to see a miniseries of four episodes, let's say, of 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 a Voyager or oh, a Deep Space yeah, Nine? Yeah, yeah. Are like, you kidding me? Like a Voyager. Hey, we, we all jumping all over that. A stuff. Voyager miniseries based on the books, uh, the Full Circle Fleet where they come back to Earth and then, uh, is it, I don't know if it's Chakotay or Janeway. I think in the book it's Jane, uh, Janeway, but Chakotay, certainly in Prodigy, uh, is the one that went to go back to uh, the Delta Quadrant. But he went back to Delta Quadrant in the books with Voyager, with its uh, new slipstream drive. The what They started it. This is why Voyager is one of my favourite shows you see it in Star Trek, uh, uh, Picard season three, when they're sitting, mm-hmm. when uh, Seven of Nine's on the bridge with Jack, and they're going yeah. through all the ships, and then she lands on that one, and she's emotional. She's like, she doesn't mean to be disrespectful, but she's saying, 
yeah, this one set its destiny way further out than yeah. any of those other relics did. And relic is not a derogatory word. They are, they're all relics, including Voyager. They're old. Um, but Voyager yeah, done Patrick things. Stewart. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have been in one of those rings, Patrick Stewart, just in a spacer <laughs> going, hi. <laughs> Why can't they have uh, uh, captains in there as well? You know, that's right—a permanent Star Trek hologram. <laughs> no, I actually meant like the anim- re- reanimated body, man. I- oh yeah, the real thing. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a little weird, but okay. Um, so yeah, um, it's it's many series are great things, and, and that would have been a great example. You take the ship back to the Delta Quadrant to try right. and repair some of the damage you've done with some of these species, because it wasn't all squeaky clean on Voyager. They didn't do everything well, the perfect. Other- the other thing is, if you're going to do a miniseries of Deep Space Nine or Voyager, then you need to do it relatively soon because they're Before getting they die. old. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, they're not old. They're not so old that they can't do it. You know, they're more like the ages of uh, the uh, the original Trek crew when they did like uh, Star Trek three, four, five, six. You know, whatever. True. Um, so, so it would be great. I mean, it would be like I would just I would go bananas if I could see a, a, a miniseries oh. on Voyager and Deep Space Nine. Voyager's so more likely to happen in DS9 because we all know that Avery Brooks is a couple of dilithium crystals short of a warp core, which I don't maybe, say in a nasty maybe, but, way. I just he's but, done with it. Well, you know what? Then it would be cool to see a a a miniseries Voyager, but you would involve a character or two out of Deep Space yeah, Nine in it. Of course, of course. And that well, would be like that's what the card done. Great. That's what the card done. Like uh, right, you can imagine like Kira coming back or. Uh, uh, a core coming back and having a you know she at was least a, um, at least a semi semi good role. Kira was uh, promoted in the cap the yeah. episode she was in in uh, Lord X. She was major before. She's now Colonel. Is it Colonel? Um, I think she's Commander of the whole Commander. Was that her name? A Colonel might be a rank in the British yeah. Armed Forces. I'm, I don't remember exactly. I don't remember because I'd have to go back and watch that episode of. You, you're uh, right though. They can do that. Back. Just sign yeah, us I mean, up as showrunners, man. Let's do it. We I mean, four do. episodes you could go by and pack and involve Deep Space Nine in 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 a in a chunk of the of the series. Yeah, you know, at some point. I mean, great. there's so much stuff, you know. And look, we're no we're not we're no brain surgeons here, but we're coming up with some great ideas. But we're the and customer. So, and, and, we're the paying customer. Right. Exactly. And and I mean, it just seems logical. The only logical thing they ever did was when people were all screaming for uh, Strange New Worlds because of what they saw on discovery and they actually listened holy crap yeah that's why legacy will happen mate because they are listening they know it's just about the money and the time and the, it will happen at some point yeah. i will put money i'd put money on that and i'm not a betting guy it will happen well, but it'll be a couple of years they need the money in place they need hopefully mm-hmm. terry if they can get them they need the schedule to everything to fall into place before they can do this so it will take time i tell you if they if they do legacy and and frakes is co-showrunner and, and this, I think this is very important. And they can get Terry Metalis at the very least to be an advisor. Then I think you got something. You know. Yeah. I, you know, at the very least. Now, of course, if Terry can be involved more than just an advisor, great. But the point is, I would, I would trust Frakes's experience as well as uh, other, another showrunner working with him, and Terry as advisor. I would say, yeah. yeah now, you, now you got the, the the talent there, and then you get the same writers. Uh, that worked on season three together. So now you got a little package going where it could be great. Yeah, you know, I hope but so. We'll see. <clears throat> I hope so. But right now, the the bummer is that we're we're jonesing for good Star Trek, and we can't wait until. I mean, we have to wait till April. Could even be May. All right, yeah. and then we're going to see Discovery season five, which 
Hopefully it goes out in a bang. Hopefully, hopefully it goes out in a bang, Gray. Let's glass half full. Come on, let's be positive. No, no, I'm I'm trying to be positive, but when but when I sit there and put it in, in in perspective of season three and things that we know could happen or things things that we know we'd like to see, you know, it's kind of like those things like uh, you want to go see the latest episode of Star Trek, and so which one? Discovery. Mm, I guess. There's nothing else on. We're watching it. Exactly. So really? it's kind of like, <laughs> but if it was something else, like a Picard season three ish thing or what we're talking about now i'd be like when when great let's go here's another element that we can't forget about as well because paramount's a bit broken skint they need to wait unfortunately for strange new worlds to go off the air before they commission another one because they only want to make three shows a year max um and, and and that's i get it we had too much star trek before dare i say it too much of a good thing is never a good thing um, and now what we're getting at the moment is more the, more the norm for a, a franchise, I would say. So we, yeah. we were just spoilt before, and that's what we're used to. So I of like course, Strange right. New Worlds. Do I like it more than the thought of Legacy? I'm 50-50. I love the idea of Legacy, and I love Strange New Worlds staying on air. It's a hard one, but they can't be both on at the same time. Well, yeah, but if so, you were to... Again, maybe this is pie in the sky... But if you were to like knock off everything and just have a legacy series and a Strange New World series and nothing else, I would be happy. I'd be very happy. Oh wow! I mean, if, if that's all I could get, in other words, yeah. If, if that's all I could get and I had to pick it, then I would say, okay, a legacy series and a, and a Strange New Worlds at high quality, and I'd be fine with that. That's the that, hard. That's my that, that's my lowest. <clears throat> I don't know about lowest. But that's my lowest-ish expectation of a quality stuff. Now, beyond that, sure. I mean, if you can do more. Well, I mean, look, let's put this, as long as we're fantasizing, let's say you had a, uh, a Legacy series and you have a Strange New World series, right? But then in between, when you're waiting for the production to go into another season of those shows, what do you do? The movies. It would be perfect. You would have series, movie, series, movie, series, yeah. movie. It would just do it like that. And uh, I'm telling you, that would be fantastic. Can you imagine? It's about we have a series quality. and a movie that's like a Deep Space Nine movie uh, or, uh, or whatever. It's about getting the quality right, though, like you say, Gray. Strong, Number I'm one. a strong advocate of that. But that wasn't Number always one. happening. You touched on that before. The whole mm-hmm. point of us only getting 10 episodes as opposed to 20 or 24 or 6 back in the, the day was that the quality was supposed to be better. And for the most part, it was. But then they started slacking and were like, okay, you used to knock out over 20 episodes over nine months back in the day. You're now doing less than half of that and you're taking... A whole year or more. You're taking <laughs> six to nine months to film what the guy's done 20, 25 episodes back in the day. Like, really? Right. So you expect all one of those episodes to be good. I think, the, again, the guy in Sidetrack went... We had too many uh, bad episodes in Strange New World right. Season 3. Like, you can afford for one of them to be a little bit off as your experimentation episode, but the others have to be on point, and the right. qu- quality wasn't. So that's not good enough, guys. I'm just going to say The percentage it. of low-quality shows in an eight-season, or eight-episode, ten-episode season is far higher than it, would, than it was with uh, TNG at 20. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, and, that, and that's and that's a problem because and, and it's more of a problem because you're only seeing ten episodes, so you almost don't have time to feel good because you're coming up with an episode. So, 
I mean, you know, you <sighs> could in a twenty episode season you could forget things and then well, just move on. You can't do that in an eight episode ten man. Look at happen. season three of Picard. There wasn't any episode that was under seven out of ten for me. Seven out of ten was the bare the lowest. And that's, that, right, and that's still and that good. was the worst. Yeah. So I mean, I oh, wouldn't. You, no episode was bad. There was a couple episodes right. that were okay, but it was great overall. You make a great point because if you're saying I that know. that that the show, the show is, the worst show is a seven out of ten, and it was all uphill from there. That's freaking great. That's the barometer always minimum seven out of ten. Exactly. So if every t- if every series could do that, you'd be in hog heaven. So you'd be in what heaven? Never heard that one, huh? Hog heaven, like as in have a hog American, roast. Uh, this is another American cloak is and hog heaven means like, uh, like to eat the hog. It's really the, tasty. That's and... right. The yeah, best, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. A filet mignon <laughs> in the steak world. <laughs> Fair enough, Greg. But yeah, listen, there's we could go on for ages. Uh, we, we have to start and wrapping we will. up. No, only kidding. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be back again in two or three weeks. Don't worry. The last thing I, I mentioned here, a, a little tongue-in-cheek comment, Gray, and we talked about mm-hmm. this before, was if they do legacy, I will hunt down our Lord and Saviour if he does not rectify the <laughs> fact that that shitty little ship... I'm sorry I'm saying it. The Titan is not a flagship. Far from it. And nor should it... shouldn't have to be a flagship, but it should be more than it is. He has no, to explain I, I at the start... The upgrades that bad boy got for a legacy show, otherwise, I, because it was the strikes bitch in Picard season three. It was. Mm-hmm. So you, what, you need, what you need to, you have to do a, a, a defiant-sized overhaul of that ship. So if you can turn that ship into a defiant-sized thing, it's, you know, just to give you. a, a, a Colin Mini still alive? Could he come? Could he come back and refit that ship as well, along with Jordy? I mean, but think about it. If you if you could just take some of the great aspects of the Defiant and modernize them a little bit and, and drop it on the G, that would be great. Can you imagine the G was basically the Defiant, and not in terms of size, like you keep the same chassis, right. but you right, right. upgrade the hull, the the pulse phasers. Could you imagine? Oh yeah, yeah. You get the quantum torpedoes in there, or you or you come up with a new one like super quantums. I don't know. Whatever. Do, do, do you like the you look know? of the Titan? See, right? See, don't answer yet. If you didn't know what... Well, assume you knew it was upgraded to the hilt, the G, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, looking at it, as in aesthetically, do you like the look of it? I like the look of it. It's not an I E, like the type, but yeah. it is I nice like the looking. Look. Yeah. 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 I do like it. The only... the only If I really am to be nitpicking, I am being nitpicking. The only thing I didn't like about the Defiant in its shape was the was the nose thing in the front that was a mess up that's the whole thing that was had ideas of what it was going to be and they they changed their mind it was a mess that thing yeah if you if you were to in other words if i were to redesign the defiant today i would definitely get rid of the snout do you know what it's for do you know what the snout was actually officially the last thing we we checked was used for do you know what it's purple stuff (laughs) no i'm getting where's the next flight to florida i'm coming over to smack you (laughs) Right, no, no. What was, what was it, it? it was officially because people thought you boarded on and off there. You, you can't, there's there's no bloody doors in there. Um, it was like a little last minute uh, barrage of uh, torpedoes inside. So wherever they keep the torpedoes, say it's even in there, they just keep a bunch of them in there, like a big mass of uh, warhead, and then shoot it off like a big mass of missile as a last ditch effort to blow something up. Because if that hits any ship, it's automatically dust and that's its official purpose where you dock on and off i have no bloody clue because it it uses the snout to dock my our theories are 
it's a little tiny uh, normal corridor underneath that which you imagine boarding on and off that thing and you look up and you're like i've got 10 years worth of radiation walking under this every day like <laughs> to, to me it's to me it's just the, the snout just brings funny motions funny moments when it just keeps bumping into stuff because of the snout wait a minute bonk oh, oh wait wait we just straighten this damn thing out we wouldn't have any problems <laughs> so i hope they sort the g out properly I'd, they had the perfect opportunity to. to at the end of Picard season three, when they were talking, uh, one year later it said, uh, I almost said it in that voice, one year later, uh, they were talking about one the ship. One year later. He's, he's better <laughs> at it. Um, when, they're to, when they're coming up to the G and they're like, oh, we've renamed it, Dad, blah, blah, blah. They could have, Jack could have went then, oh, yeah, she's been upgraded and she's got this and that and that. One line, Terry. Yeah. Even yeah. if you know te- te- Legacy's not going to get made because you did not know at that time, you just yeah. say it, because this does not have to be the flagship, this ship. Not every Enterprise has to be the flagship. Not every Enterprise in history was the flagship, but most of them were, and this doesn't yeah. have to be a flagship. It's a Neo-Constitution 3, so I like the fact that they go back to the past to borrow and update right. it. I've loved, they're doing that with so many. We will come back to that as a special, grade Ships that they brought mm-hmm. back, like the Excelsior 2, which looks gorgeous, these new ships, yeah. so but yeah. we'll need, we'll need to wrap up there. Um, so right. the last thing I'll do quickly before we go, Gray. Just we said before, Gray's uh, got his show GGR at Gray's Green Room on the Twitters, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast on the YouTube's. Uh, we'll be doing hopefully another special for that later this month. Touch wood, um, and, and we talk all about entertainment, movies, latest movies, TV shows out. Um, some geeky stuff, some popular stuff, and the business element behind it, because we're kind of interested in that. Um, And then, of course, the gaming podcast that we all do with Nick, our our friend and colleague Nick, um, and search for us on on, uh, Interwebs um, Extreme Gaming Podcast, and that will get you the the Discord link, which is also below. And the reason I say that is you can come on to that. There is a channel for Star Trek, for the Trekway chat away with us there's one for uh, Grey's Green Room chat away about all things entertainment and all about gaming so what more do you want this channel's got I mean yeah. maybe I should stick in got a football man. soccer channel and everyone's happy like what entertainment else sci-fi Star it's, Trek uh, gaming I, I mean it's come on a reason a reason I don't think a football one's in there or a, a soccer one is is in there is because uh, Nick doesn't like football anymore he used to so he probably wouldn't allow no, that. That's okay, because in Gen Chat, you guys, you guys, we do that. Anyway. Or we do it in Gray's green room sometimes <laughs> to piss off Gray. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll uh, wrap up there, guys. Uh, thank you very much for your time and patience, and we'll see you again in two or three weeks. And I don't don't like don't dislike. I'm not fussed about that. Just put a comment below about what would you like to see as a special. What do you want want us to discuss about in Star Trek? And we'll maybe try, we should try to get another Michelle Forbes interview. Oh yeah, that one's killing it at the moment. <laughs> I wonder why. She's, We've she's got nice. so many views on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's banging. I don't know why that. It's YouTube works weird. Its algorithm yeah. is a thing, not even known to science. How that does what it does, but it, it's picked that one up. So, um, so what you do is when you post this episode <laughs> up, you just just say Terry Metalis was gonna be a guest, and then just see what happens. <laughs> Hashtag Michelle Forbes and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, thank you very much for coming along, Gray, and for everyone listening. Until next time, uh, do your thing, Mr. Gray. Live long and prosper, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.